DiscerningHearts.com, in cooperation with the Oblates of the Virgin Mary, presents The Daily Prayer of Discernment, The Examined Prayer, with Father Timothy Gallagher. Father Gallagher was ordained in 1979 as a member of the Oblates of the Virgin Mary. He obtained his doctorate from the Gregorian University, and he has dedicated many years to an extensive ministry of retreats, spiritual direction, and teaching about the spiritual life. Father Gallagher is the author of seven books published by the Crossroad Publishing Company on the spiritual teaching of St. Ignatius of Loyola and the life of Venerable Bruno Lanteri, founder of the Oblates of the Virgin Mary. Father Gallagher is featured on the EWTN series, Living the Discerning Life, the spiritual teachings of St. Ignatius of Loyola. The Daily Prayer of Discernment, the Examine Prayer, with Father Timothy Gallagher. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. Welcome back, Father Gallagher. Thank you, Chris. The Examine Prayer, it is just a an extraordinary tool to be able to deepen our relationship, our ongoing relationship with God, isn't it? Well, as we've said the other times we've been speaking, it opens our spiritual eyes so that we see increasingly deeply into what God is doing in our relationship. And it's like we've been saying all along, in any relationship of friends or spouses or any relationship of closeness, the more we come to understand the other and how the other works and acts and thinks and relates to us, the deeper our response can be. And that's really what the examine prayer is um, is all about. And we spoke earlier about the importance right off the bat of reflecting on gratitude, on those blessings that God has placed in our life that day. And that's so important because if we think of the examine prayer, which, uh, as we said earlier, is really just another rendering of the classic phrase, the examination of conscience, my guess would be that we don't easily or spontaneously think of the examination of conscience or the examined prayer as beginning and centered and focused in a very essential way on looking at the ways God has loved us in the course of a day. I would imagine that our spontaneous uh, reaction to that name of that prayer is to, to think that, well, I've probably been at fault someplace and I'll need to look at that. But that isn't where it starts. Our response does matter, and we'll look at that later in the as we go through the steps of the examine prayer. But the first step is not that. The first step focuses on what is more important than anything else in all of creation, all of history, and in every one of our lives. And that is, to use the phrase of uh, Pope Benedict's first encyclical, that God is love. That God is love and God loves us. And God loves us very concretely in many specific, concrete ways in the course of each day. And so the examined prayer begins in its first step with what we're calling gratitude following St. Ignatius. And that is, let's say it's toward the evening hours and I have a quiet 8, 10, 12 minutes. And I sit in the silence of my home or slowly walking outdoors in a peaceful setting in chapel before the Blessed Sacrament whatever setting, and I begin to pray my examine. Aware of being in the presence of God, the first thing I do, St. Ignatius says, is to look very concretely back over this day to see how God has loved me, to see the concrete ways in which God has shown that love to me in the course of the day. Now, it might help if we take a specific example of this. I'm going to kind of create this, but obviously this kind of example is what I call a reflected example, which means the person, I'm going to call her Jean, 
is not mm-hmm. a specific person by that name, but this is an experience which grows out of hearing the experiences of many people over many years. Let's say Jean is in that situation we just described, and it is the quiet hour after supper and the activities which follow supper are done, and Jean sits down in a quiet place in her home to begin her examined prayer. And with the Lord, she looks back over the day now, and she remembers a, a brief breakfast conversation with her husband. They were both hurried at the, as the day was starting, but they did have just a few minutes together at breakfast as the day began, and they went then to their separate occupations. And she remembers how she sensed as he spoke that he was more worried than she'd realized about a situation he was going to be facing in work that day. She was willing to listen as he found his way through the issue he was facing by putting it into words. And at the end of that brief conversation, she was aware and she remembers now that he uh, rose from that conversation with a little more clarity about how he was going to face that situation at work. Even though it wasn't put into words, they both knew that that had been a blessing, that conversation. Now, she looks back over that, humanly speaking, if you wish, uh, very simple moment in her day she becomes aware of a number of things she's grateful for, or said on the level of faith, a number of gifts that God gave her in the few minutes of that conversation. Just that she was able to sense her husband's concern in a new way was a gift. So often we can miss those things in those with whom we live. But she saw it, she caught it, she was aware of it at that time. And she lifts up her heart in gratitude to the Lord that he helped her see that at that moment. She's also grateful as she looks back on this to the Lord for the wisdom he gave her just to listen and the realization that as she listened, what her husband was doing was important for him and was helping him to to deal with an issue that was significant that day. And now she expresses her gratitude to the Lord for the awareness that helped her to listen at a point when her husband needed it. She also lifts up her heart in gratitude to the Lord for the greater clarity that her husband found through that brief conversation. And she also, again, lifts up her heart in gratitude to the Lord for the, for the moment of communication that they shared that brought them together in a way that left its own blessing in the course of the day and in their relationship. Now, obviously, when I'm presenting this, I'm, I'm presenting Jean as a person who has been praying the examine for some time. I think it's evident that we wouldn't begin, probably, most of us, praying the examine with that kind of deep awareness of the many facets of the gifts that God's giving in the course of the day. Um, That's just an indication of where the examine can go if, like any form of prayer, we pray it faithfully over the days and months and years. It will deepen and grow. As Jean continues her examine, she then remembers how, after she left home on her way to work, as her custom has been for some time, she stopped in the parish church for Mass. And she remembers listening to the gospel, which was the feeding of the 5,000, and how it struck her that the Lord would not let these people depart hungry and in need, but he met their needs. And how, has, as she had heard that gospel, and maybe the brief commentary by the priest afterwards, that image of Jesus spoke to the concerns in her heart, her husband's struggle at work, a situation perhaps which awaited her at work that day, her daughter's struggles in college, which are weighing on her heart at this point, and how seeing Jesus in that gospel, so concerned for the needs of his people, 
lifted her heart gently as she left the church and went on to her own activity in the day in the sense that the Lord would be with her and bless her in her needs in the course of the day. And now she lifts up her heart in gratitude to the Lord for that gift as well as she continues to pray this first point of the examine. She then remembers, thinks back with the Lord over the morning at work and a brief conversation with one of her fellow workers with whom there's been a tension, let's say, for some time. And she's been trying to improve that relationship, and it's been rocky, it's been difficult. But something in the way her fellow worker responded to her this morning when she reached out gave her the sense that her efforts are not in vain, that the other is aware of them and is beginning to respond. And she lifts up her heart now in gratitude to the Lord for that gift as well. In the afternoon, as she remembers now, she finished the task that she'd been working on for the past several days. And with the sense that it was well finished and done even slightly ahead of schedule, she lifts up her heart in gratitude to the Lord for that as well. She remembers arriving home in the late afternoon, a phone call from her college-age daughter, and there was tension in that phone conversation, and her daughter just ended the conversation abruptly. And the conversation left her with a, with a heaviness of heart, understandably, and not quite sure how to relate to her daughter in the struggles that are causing her daughter such discouragement right now in college. And as she thinks back on this, she realizes that she really needs to talk to someone about it and decides that she'll discuss that conversation with her husband and see if together they can uh, find uh, how they can best respond and help their daughter. And she also remembers um, another friend of hers who has also a daughter roughly of that age whose wisdom she appreciates and whose friendship and decides that she'll uh, talk about it with this friend as well. And now as she looks back over all of that, the phone call, the sense of the heaviness of heart about the relationship, and even now the resolutions that she's made as she's thought over this, a certain sense of gratitude here too wells up in her heart that the Lord has helped her even now to see this a little more clearly and to see more clearly what she needs to do, positive steps that can make a difference in that relationship. Now, what, what I've tried to do there is to uh, exemplify in a very concrete way something of what this first step might look like as we pray it in our examine. It's that concrete because God's love is that concrete. And uh, as we've said before, let's just imagine for a moment what it could mean if we were doing this day by day, what will happen is that we will, to our surprise, and I think it's fair to say our surprise, because without the examined prayer, we, we may simply just not be aware of uh -huh. a lot of the ways the Lord is loving us in the course of the day. That's St. Ignatius' desconocimiento that we quoted last time, just not to know it, just not to see it. And then so much can change as we begin to see this in our lives. Well, there can be various ways of doing this. So here is any one of us uh, seated for a moment in church, praying the examine in the quiet of the home, in whatever setting. I may find that I want to do just what Jean does, and that is just go back over the day from its beginning, go through the major events of the day, and allow the Lord to reveal to me where he has loved me in, in, in these very concrete and real ways in the course of the day. Sometimes, however, we may find as we begin the prayer of our examine and we begin to look for God's gifts in the course of the day that we know right away that that moment in the day was the moment for which my heart is really most deeply grateful as I look back over it. 
let's say on another day, Jean's daughter calls from college and she is, is, is very happy because something has gone well and a problem has lifted for her at college. And the conversation is warm and deep and both mother and daughter know that this conversation has lifted attention and has brought them closer together. Jean may know as she comes to pray her examine that today she doesn't even really want to go through the whole day. She wants to be right there with the Lord for that moment for which her heart is so deeply grateful right now. Obviously, we would absolutely have that kind of freedom as we pray the examine. And sometimes, as we look at a concrete gift of the Lord in the course of the day, let's say that conversation, the second conversation that Jean has with her daughter, we may find, Jean may find, as she her heart lifts up in gratitude to the Lord for that conversation and the new closeness with her daughter, that her gratitude spills out beyond the hours of that day, and she finds herself grateful simply for the gift of her daughter and all that her daughter has been in her life, and maybe all of her children, and maybe it expands to her marriage. So that we'll start in a very concrete way in the, in the course of the day, but our hearts obviously have the freedom to go wherever we feel drawn in the Lord as our hearts express gratitude. But I would say what is what is important in this first step of the examine is that it be concrete. As you can see, the, the first step of the examine is not just a generic, Lord, thank you because you are loving. Thank you for your goodness. But it's much more uh, close to the actual experience of the day, whether we go through the day chronologically or by key moments or however we do it. Now, I've already said that the examine prayer might be 8, 10, 12, 15 minutes. How much time will Jean spend if she goes through the day like this in the way that we've just described it? Obviously, she has spent more than just a brief minute or two on this first step of the examine. Well, what about the other steps? What if she never gets to them because she spends so much time on this first step? I would say that I could not think of a better way to pray the examine than to spend as much time as our hearts desire with what is most important in the course of the day, and that is how God has loved me. So I think it's very important as we think of the examine prayer, the examination of conscience in this presentation of it, which comes from St. Ignatius that we're calling the examine prayer, that we not have the sense that this first step of the examine, looking at God's gifts and letting our hearts express gratitude, is really just a brief moment on the way to what really matters somehow in the examine. You know, that is looking at where, how I've responded to the Lord and where I failed, perhaps, in the course of the day. As we'll keep saying, how we respond is important, but it is important after the most important thing, which is what God has done in the course of the day. So I I think it's very, very helpful for us to realize that we never need to feel rushed or hurried in this first step of the examine, but we can give our hearts all the time they desired. I I remember quoting the last time we spoke, uh, the woman who after doing this for some, maybe it was two or three years at this point, just said, and when I asked her, what does it mean to you that you've seen now these gifts that God is giving you day by day? It means that God loves me. It means that he's proud of me. What can be more powerful in bringing spiritual growth and in bringing us closer to God than the first step of the examine made unhurriedly and deeply, faithfully, day by day? 
So that's the first step of the examine. We'll return in just a moment to The Daily Prayer of Discernment with Father Timothy Gallagher. Hi, this is Chris McGregor of Discerning Hearts, which is a 501c3 fully tax-deductible nonprofit organization dedicated to evangelization and spiritual formation through the use of new media. Discerning Hearts creates engaging multimedia specializing in podcasts and radio broadcasts, faithful to the teachings of the Roman Catholic Church and its rich, authentic spiritual tradition. We hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission. And if you feel us worthy, please consider a charitable donation, which is fully tax-deductible to support our efforts. We charge nothing for any of the programs that are available on Discerning Hearts, and our outreach is literally to the world. Please tell a friend about Discerning Hearts and either download our free apps, which are available at iTunes and Google Play stores, or visit discerninghearts.com. We now return to The Daily Prayer of Discernment with Father Timothy Gallagher. Father Gallagher, I'm glad you brought it out for us to really look at that we need to go beyond the superficial. And it's not that any of God's blessings on us, any gifts, I mean, they're very important. I don't dare try to characterize them as, as superficial, but that there's a depth to it where we are praising God and thanking him for the grace that flows from another to look in the heart of a husband who will respond or to uh, the blessings of having a daughter that for all these years, that relationship and how it presents itself today and the challenge even in it. I mean, there's a depth to it. I don't think I truly appreciate it. Well, I think what happens is if we pray this first step of the examine in the way that we're describing, what will gradually happen is that we will find ourselves, as you say, moving deeper from the gift itself. The first thing is to see the gift because the rest can't happen until we see it as in any relationship. Once we become aware of what the other has done for me today or the gift the other has given me, the service, the presence, once we see the gift, what then becomes possible is that we begin to increasingly see the love of the giver through the gift. And that's what really begins to change things. If someone has consistently, day after day after day, shown me that kind of concrete closeness and accompaniment and presence and love and assistance in the course of the day, gradually I begin to realize this person really loves me. Uh And when that happens, then we're ready to grow in the spiritual life. So after we've had this time to really reflect and to give gratitude to God for those great gifts of his love, then what's the next step? Then we're ready for the second step in the examine, which is petition. Because the examine, like all prayer, is not primarily something that we do. We do need to give time to it and open our hearts and our minds and our whole beings to the prayer. So we we do need to pray. But the fruit of all prayer does not come primarily from our effort, as indispensable as that is. But primarily prayer is grace. Prayer is a gift. 
if we were to look at the, um, the Catechism of the Catholic Church in that lovely fourth section on prayer, and we were to look at how it begins, what is the very first thing that it says about prayer? And it's exactly this, that prayer is a gift. Now, if prayer is a gift, then our part in prayer is to, all that we really can do is to ask for that gift, to beg God for that gift. And that's the second step of the examine. I remember a conversation once with a woman, there was a group of us, and we were speaking about the the examine. And um, she said, when I make the examine in the evening, I ask the Lord, what do you want to show me about this day? What do you want me to see in this day? Because she, she went on to say, it's all about something God does. It's all about grace. And I've never forgotten that because that was a perfect expression of this second step of the examine. And again, this matters a great deal in the examine because I think one of the things that holds us back from really warming up to the examination of conscience or even in this presentation of that same prayer, the examine prayer, one of the things that keeps us from from warming up to it is the sense that I have to do this. I have to make this happen. And lightly behind that sense is, I don't know if I really can. I don't know if I can really pray this well. I don't know if I can sustain this. Or those of us who have already tried to pray the examination of conscience, the examine prayer, um, may have experienced difficulties and struggles in it. Uh, And we do need to talk about those before we conclude this discussion of the examine. But here in the second step, St. Ignatius already gives us the deepest answer to that sense that I really can't do this, or I'm not sure that I know how to do this. Uh, How can I be sure that I'm really going to see clearly the gifts that God has given in the day, or where the Lord has moved in this day, or where temptation wanted to lead me in this day, and how I responded? That seems like such a, a, a rich and maybe complex spiritual reality. How am I ever going to to see all of that clearly? How am I ever going to know where the Lord is leading me through all of that? And the basic answer to that is that we can't. As as Jesus says in John 15, without me you can do nothing. And that includes the examined prayer. But as St. Paul also says, I can do all things in him who strengthens me. By turning to God and asking for his help, everything becomes possible in the life of prayer. At the heart of this second step, this petition in the examine, is Jesus' teaching in the Sermon on the Mount, very simply, ask and you will receive. Ask and you will receive. And that's that's a promise from the Lord. It's a powerful one. (laughs) So let's say concretely, when Jean prepares to make her examine, She's aware of being with the Lord. She has spent these minutes going through the day and seeing concretely God's gifts of love to her. Her heart expresses her gratitude to the Lord. And now she gently moves her heart into a prayer of petitioning, asking the Lord to help her see clearly and understand the spiritual realities which have been a part of the day, so that seeing that, she will see increasingly clearly where the Lord is is leading. Now, This also, everything in the examine is going to keep leading us back to relationship. And it's it's really absolutely key in the examine. That is that in the examine, as in all prayer, there are two persons, not one, involved. One way of saying this is to quote that 
famous passage from the autobiography of Benjamin Franklin. When he decides at a certain point that he is going to try to grow in what he calls moral perfection. And the way that he decides to go about it is to, he gets a notebook, he spends some time and chooses what he considers to be the 13 most important virtues that a virtuous person should have. And he puts them in order of importance as he understands them. And then uh, puts a column beside each of those. And each day begins with firstly with one of those. And for a month, notes each day in the notebook how many times that he has felt he has failed with regard to that virtue in the course of that day. And his hope is that in the course of a month of being attentive to this virtue, the number of those failures will be declining and he will be growing in that particular virtue. In the subsequent month, he moves on to the second and so on through all 13 of the virtues. He got through one cycle of this, started a second cycle, and that's about where it it, it kind of wound down and, and ended there. Now, I think we could say pretty fairly that Uh, If everybody in the world tried to do that, probably the world would be a better place. Uh There there is something admirable about that. Um, But that's not the examine prayer. How many persons are there in that effort? And there's really only one. For Benjamin Franklin, God is either not present or so marginally present that effectively Benjamin Franklin is doing this on his own. He's kind of trying to pull himself up by his ethical bootstraps, if I can say that, which is certainly a good thing to do, but is very, very different from prayer. And the examine is prayer. And I, I, I think, again, so much of the heaviness that can be associated with the examine prayer comes from that sense that I have to do it and I have to make it happen. And that's why this second step is so important in the examine. Because we simply turn to God in poverty of spirit, in humble and trusting dependence, and with confidence, and ask him for the help to pray this, for a capacity to pray this beyond our human ability. I'm looking forward to being able to talk more about this particular step, because I think that's one that's going to be maybe a bit challenging for all of us. Well, I look forward to continuing the conversation, Chris. Thank you so much, Father Gallagher. Thank you, Chris. You've been listening to The Daily Prayer of Discernment, The Examine Prayer, with Father Timothy Gallagher. To hear and or to download this conversation, along with hundreds of other spiritual formation programs, visit discerninghearts.com. This has been a production of Discerning Hearts in cooperation with the Oblates of the Virgin Mary. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. We hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission, And if you feel us worthy, consider a charitable donation, which is fully tax-deductible, to help support our mission. But most of all, we pray that you will tell a friend about DiscerningHearts.com and join us next time for The Daily Prayer of Discernment, The Examine Prayer, with Father Timothy Gallagher.